Welcome back to the Opiango Line with another episode of Back in the Day with host Martina Coolis as she speaks with Ruth Coolis, who was born in 1927 on a farm near Cross Lake between Madawaska and Maynooth. Time now to rejoin them and hear more about Ruth's fascinating life and times. What did you do for fun growing up? What was your favorite things to do for fun? Oh, I guess we just, there was nothing like at home. And then there's no books to read. Mm-hmm. Where are you going to get the money to yeah. buy books? Yeah, I guess like for us kids just growing up and like when we're home, if it's like from school like that, well, you're never, you never missed it because I don't know. Did you play games growing up with your siblings? Uh, yeah, there was, we just had these games, you know, maybe like snakes and ladders, I guess. And you probably played a lot outside. Oh, yeah, like on the weekends, because once you go, like in the wintertime now, in the fall, it's dark by the time you get your supper eat. Yes. And then you have to wash the dishes for nine, and then mom and dad, that'll be a ladder. Yeah, and then you have homework. So you're just going, glad to go to bed. <laughs> yes. You know, when you walk six miles every day. <laughs> yes, that would take up yeah. a lot of time. So that's your exercise. I often think that's why I think you're in better shape. Like uh, my husband used to say, Lambert, that's my son now, he's just retired. And he was working at Murray's. He says, when I get I check, I'm going to save my money now and I'm going to buy some of them exercise things. His dad said to him, well, if you want to exercise, you don't have to bother buying exercise. If you want to exercise, you just go to the garage there, open the door and take out that lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> That's productive workout too. <laughs> And I, when I saw them, I often saw them think, I think that's about right. Why are they buying all these exercises? Yes. All they do is get, get busy there and do some work. Mm. Or like us, every day I have to milk the cows. How long would it take to fill up a pail of milk? I don't know. I, it just depends. Every cow milks has different. But about 10 minutes, I could... But like that, I wouldn't be able to, oh, with my arms are going, well, that's age. But I mean, we, I, I think that's where you got your exercise, you just go all day, you just... Yes, you're always no moving. Sitting around, sitting around and turn on the button there. Yes, yeah, exactly. Because I just think, I think I'm going to have to get my long whisker. <laughs> oh, you always <laughs> So in the mornings at the farm, did you have to do stuff before school too? Oh yeah. I know when I was, I was probably 14, I got, had to milk a cow. Every morning before school? That was just in, I think, it was just for a few, I don't know, somebody must have been sick or something. That must have been probably a pretty early morning then. Oh yeah, you have to get up pretty well if you were go about six o'clock and then walk. And you made your own lunch. What would you take for lunch? Oh, I'd take pork. It's always pretty well everybody had pigs. Yes, and yeah. Hens. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone probably had pretty similar lunches and then. Like they say, Well, I would you say pretty good and use for <laughs> Well like, 
I really was just like, oh, but we ever like them up. Then they had bologna, and was it ever cheap? You could buy a big chunk of this, or like that. It was 98 cents a pound now. Did you have fried bologna then? Oh yeah, like fried bologna with ketchup on them. You didn't have ketchup all the time either, but I, I still like bologna. Yes. I don't know if it's just because with ketchup on or I think it's just almost like a good memory, isn't it? Yeah, it's just like I read in a book. It was down east in the Maritimes. He said, we thought if we could just have some of that bologna. He said, well, we, we were so tired of Oxford. And he said, everybody else there, he said, sometimes when they, uh, at school, he said, they'd ask him, what do you got on your lunch there? He said, we were just too ashamed to say we had lobster. And he said they were eating bologna. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and now lobster's so expensive. Now, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's just the way it goes. I just, I don't know, when I was before, like, just like all myself like that, I think I'd have to buy oh, some of that bologna about this much of this wrapped up and it's all sliced, them thick slices. And then it's just all myself eating because I was the only one, all the rest kids are married. Yeah. And I'd be, I thought, oh, I'm so full of bologna. <laughs> did your parents grow up in Cross Lake, or how did they end up there? No, you see, my parents are German, and they must have come across on a boat, on a ship. Yes, Like, yeah. you know how way back. In, because when my oldest one started, anyway, my uh, dad, he was born in Pamela Rapids. Okay. Yeah. So, and he, like, they were German. Because my prayers were in German. I know when I was growing up, you know. Like yeah, that. yeah. But you, how you, I knew if my mom and dad were talking to a neighbor there, that was the only cousin she had, had there that was in Crossway. I could understand what they were talking about, the weather or what, just here and there. But that was my mom's side. And then on my mother's side, she was German too. Only, yeah, they were German. So, and then when they got married, I think they moved to, uh, there was the silver mines in Cobalt at that time. It was way back in 1915 or something. Yes. So, but I mean, then they moved back down to Madawaska somehow or other. I guess that must have been getting slack up there. I don't know, in the mining. But anyways, then when they got married, they moved to Cross Lake. So they were both German. And uh, anyways, I think when my brother started school, he had to learn English. Oh, because he only knew German. Yeah. Did they speak German with you at home? No. Not yeah. like for me, because none of us, no. They just, amongst themselves, they weren't only. And I think that's why I would have had a good chance of learning three languages. I had German, I had English, my husband was Polish. I mean, you think, you know, the kids would always say, Dad, what is this in German or Polish? You know, he'd always be able to answer. Yeah, yeah but he was never home, like always on driving a truck on the money was home. He just had to sleep. <coughs> they were, yeah, they were Polish, like when in his family. Like if they were together, they always spoke Polish. 
and like when I had, when she, my mother-in-law lived pretty across the road from me, not exactly, just kind of across, I'd go ways there. And she asked me if I'd do her washing for her. And uh, but her and her husband, they'd always talk Polish when I was there, because she'd always say, Ruth, she says, oh my gosh, she says, I forgot about you here, we're talking Polish. And she said, I said, I don't care. I said, you just go ahead and talk Polish. I'm just washing clothes. You just go ahead, as long as you don't talk about me. <laughs> of course, you know, she just laughed. But I mean, they just talk Polish. It, it never really bothered and you? No, it doesn't bother me, I don't. Because what, I, should, I think so, they should, if that's what they speak and I can't, you know, don't know what. I said, well, that doesn't bother me. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever find that there was kind of a divide between the German and Polish, or no? Like in the speech, or? Just in general, did you ever experience it in your life, do you think? Oh, I don't think so. Because no. But the one, like the mom and dad both come from Dallas. My mother was come from, you know, like Quadville, or I don't know if it's Letter Candy or what it is. But in them times, you have no car, so you don't get C in your they come once a year, yeah, or yeah. maybe every two years, for that matter, because they're all in the same shape, you know, same boat. Yeah, it's just there's never, never really like a difference. They didn't. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was just wondering with kind of World War Two, or if there was anything with that no, or no. Do you remember anything from World War Two when that was happening? No. No, you were out in the country. Yeah. You did? Did you? Did people you know get drunk? Like, were they in the army or anything? Or no? I think at that times when <coughs> the, the war was out, you see, and Murray's had a, a mail, so everybody worked in the mail. Yes. Yeah, but you see, they needed the mail. You can uh, kind of what do you call that? That you can, they can don't have to go because they can. They need them in the mill for lumber to build ships and like that. Yeah, they yeah, were so necessary to continue yeah, their work. Yeah, on the farm, but you can't go. Somebody has to farm or make. If yes. maybe you have a well, everybody just has these small little farms. Doesn't mean nothing. But I mean, yeah. Yeah, because someone needs to make the lumber for them to use yeah. in that. Yeah. yeah. So it's, there isn't too many. I guess out in Barry's Bay here, I think there was quite a few. Maybe in Madawaska, like there. Did most of the men then work at um, the Murray's? No. No, they had their own farms more? Yeah, like, you know, they were just living in those horses. So, coming up the last there, I think, their kids, when they grew up, they went to, like, across like that. I think they went to Peterborough. Once one goes or something, and they settle on Peterborough. First thing you know, I'm going down the, you know, just, yeah. so that's just the way that goes. Did, when you were working in Peterborough, did you live with your sister? Uh, we got a boarding place. Okay, yes. Because we were across Lake and that's... <laughs> way too far to walk. <laughs> that would probably take a couple days, I would think. Yeah. I just thought, you know, you're never a way out. It's just... It just seems so funny you go to the city and you're, you can, I think anybody else could tell, I think them people, they're lost. What was it like the first time you went to Peterborough? 
Well, I don't know. We, we boarded with some people that were down that we knew. Oh, okay. So they took us. My sister and I, yeah. Did you take a bus there, or how did you get there? Well, my brother, I guess, probably took. I don't know. I kind of even forget how he got there. Yeah, you just end up there sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> what was your favorite part about growing up on the farm? I think we didn't know how lucky we were. We just, maybe at the time we were thinking, oh, well, I wish we were going to be big pretty soon. We can go and work out. Bye ourselves some clothes because this, when we went to school of course that was with everybody you went to school on Monday morning you wore the same clothes all week and on Saturday your mother would wash them clothes hang them beside the box stove watching it so they'd get dry and you put them on the next week on a Monday and I remember when my, Donna was my oldest not my oldest, but I mean, when she started to Bancroft High. And she said, well, what dress will I put on tomorrow? At them times, like, these the dresses. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I said, well, what are you going to do? Well, she had some more, like, dresses. There's more. She only had about, say, two or three. But uh, I said, you just put that one on yesterday. It must be all right for today. <laughs> she said, well... She said they all all change their clothes every, probably every two wow. days or so. Well, yeah. I said, I don't care what they do. <laughs> and, and I said, every day I have a change of clothes. But like now, I change my clothes every two days. And then I throw it in the wash, unless I slobber something on, but you have bibs on it. <laughs> but I thought, that's what those people get more. Yeah. I'm crazy about this. <laughs> yes, always changing. Like now I don't think it's that funny, but I think it's because I had to wash on the board. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, you're thinking to yourself, I don't want to wash more laundry. <laughs> and I know, but then, uh, yeah, there's one there. She's the youngest one now here mm -hmm. in Barry's Bay. She'd change her clothes probably twice a day if it was. She says, what would you wash this today? Then they're going to school, so I'll have to wash now. So I look at, especially if it's a sweater, this is winter time. So I just take it. That's all she wore. It was last night, her boyfriend took her to Barry's Bay here. It was a theater here. Yes. That's all they're sitting there. They're looking at the picture. Now, what is she doing? So I, she was got to school, I just took that, folded it all up, put it in her dresser drawer. Oh yeah, Mama, did you wash my sweater that I wanted washed? I said, yeah, it's a good drying day. And it's, it was a good drying day, but I mean, I was my wash day anyways. But I mean, I wasn't going to. No. Besides that sweater, then she had all these other material ones. And I, I tell her that all the time. I tell, I've told her now, I said, you know, because she was, one time I was at her place here, now she lives in the bay, just near the hospital. Yeah. So she was talking to her kids there. Oh, I just, I, you just put that on now, Bernice. I haven't got time, I haven't got time now to wash. So, and she said, no, I'm not washing unless you're going to wash them. <laughs> so, uh, 
She said, I don't know what the kids are doing nowadays. She says, they just think that's all I have to do is respect <laughs> And I said, Bernice, I never intended to, to tell you this, but I said, that's what I had done when you had me a couple of sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't washed. <laughs> and I thought, if you're just sitting there and I have to wash on the board, you know. Yeah. But then yeah. when I got a washer, I thought it was a beady washer. I remember I was married in a how many years. I bet I spent 20 minutes cleaning up that washer. I thought that was a great <laughs> I know one time I had 13 pairs of jeans on the line. I thought, what the hang do they think I am? Oh my gosh, probably on the washboard after a while your hands would yeah. be so sore. But if I had to do that now, well, I, at least, I mean, I was used to that at home. But I mean, I guess that's why in olden times they wonder, well, I wonder how come they could ever get all that work done. But that's it, they shouldn't change the Close 20 times a day. <laughs> exactly, they save time. <laughs> and she's, but you know, I mean, I think when you're young, <laughs> we just don't stop. I mean, when I'm sitting here sometimes and I'm just sitting tired reading and just sitting back, and I just get thinking, you know, for church in my time, like this is my time, I'd be just thinking, well, it's church now, what, like now you go and you look in the drawer uh, in your closet, I wonder what I should put on, what kind of dresses when you're still running around, you have a boyfriend. Well, when I was growing up, you didn't stand there and look, well, I wonder what in the hang I'm going to wear. There was, you didn't stand there 20 minutes and look what you're going to wear. There was only one dress to put on, <laughs> because you only had one dress. It just seems so funny. <laughs> Maybe it's better sometimes to have less. <laughs> and I often think, I think it, you know, we had it hard. We had no clothes. I mean, we had a clothes because we had only had one dress. It was a good one. And in the summertime, I know when we were kids like that, every summer it was a new pair of running shoes. It wasn't a pair of fancy pair like now. Right? Mm -hmm. it just yeah. a, a pair, and I think... Like mine and I was about seven or eight. It cost 49 cents, I know. Okay. And I know when I got the order back from Eaton's, everybody even sought a pair of sockies and running shoes. And my running shoes was too tight. My dad come along and he'd the, put a newspaper down on the floor. And I don't get the pop story because I think we're going to have to send these back. I think they're pretty, we'll put them. Better put them on now, and then uh, tomorrow I'll we'll take them back to the post office, mail them back. Well, I prettier cried because you just say uh, you, we never talked back to our dad. Not that there was no such a you ever said no such a word as no. No. <laughs> in your book, and there was uh, sent it back, and oh, I thought, uh, but then it was it be get. You'd get a more expensive pair if you didn't fit, or it doesn't matter what it was. Mm -hmm. I come, they sent me a pair, and it was a, it had a T strap, you know, like you know. I thought that was so nice. Was I ever glad? No, I <laughs> sent them back. <laughs> that I said that because if it was our dad, no matter what he said, we just if we were playing hide and go seek in the house and running here or there. When we he would hear that door coming, we knew open. We knew his dad coming in from the yard, 
from feeding the animals. Yes. But uh, but you never said no, or if he said something like there it was, they they obeyed you too. You know, like we had, you better and her or my mother and say, kids come here now. I think it's better just time to do the dishes. They never say no, or we yeah. never say no. Boy, down come the strap that time. Well, yeah, I just they, we didn't even get the strap because you knew we'd be getting that on the bum. All we had to do is just she just walked. My mother walked to the wash stand, and is where they sharpen up the straight razor. I thought, and she just got down the strap, and then they there they'd be doing the dishes. But when it comes to my kids, but that's just what they'd say. Like when they were bringing up. They weren't that, I wouldn't, wasn't that. I didn't even have a strap in my arms. But I just, you know, I said, well, just do it and then do the dishes and then, you know. Just just do them, please. So when you were growing up, did you spend most of your time with your siblings or did oh, you play yeah. with other kids too? Oh no, because they lived a half a mile or whatever. But you had enough of work to do without. I used to go to the next house because they probably had were doing work too. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. No yeah. time to play. No. You didn't run to the neighbors. You were pretty close to your mother-in-law then. Oh, I I liked her. She's very, very good. Yeah. She said, "Oh my goodness, I do some work. I used to do her washing every two weeks, but she was the old time. She mm. just wear, I guess, one or two dresses." <laughs> a, w a week, no more. Okay. And it'd be just, you know, like yeah, that. Yeah. I never mind, that didn't take long. But she was very, very good to me. Mm -hmm. She'd want to pay me for washing. I said, no. I said, I can surely do that much. But yeah. She was so used to being, uh, being uh, you know, everything. Was, if you're supposed to be at a certain time, one time I had forgot. Oh my gosh, I had, I was supposed to be at Grandma's, I thought, and I hadn't fed the pigs yet. <laughs> yeah. Because I'd be there about, she'd set out this big copper boiler and water was hot. She said, oh, I thought you'd, for, I had to feed the pigs no matter what before I went. So I was five minutes late. She was what, I was right on time. Mm -hmm. She said, well, she had the boiler off to the back of the stove already because it's five minutes late. Oh no! <laughs> I thought you weren't coming over. Come on anymore. I thought, I wonder what happened to you. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was really good to me. Yeah. Every Christmas she always gave me, you know, a ten dollar bill. That that's, you know, years ago, that's a lot of money. She used to wash for me all the time. I don't know what I'd do, because she always had rheumatism in her knees. Sometimes she'd be walking across the floor and all of a sudden she'd have to stop and start getting, you know, like she, and then, and uh, my youngest, he was about eight years old or something. He'd always have to go over there once in a while and do something, and then times you had a, flower, it was upstairs, but mm -hmm. it was, you know, in them times, I guess, well, I don't know, you don't, wouldn't remember, it was in a hundred pound bags. Okay. So I guess, I don't know who, I, she must have got one of her sons to take it upstairs, but 
she wanted to bake bread, of course you have to have, she'd get my boy, he was only about eight years old, he'd, uh, he'd go down and he'd always have to do a whole pile of work for her. So he'd, she'd give him a, a container, she said, you go upstairs there and bring down uh, some flour there, and now go down in the basement and you bring up a couple of potatoes and then get some cards, you know where they are. It was, there. It was just, oh, she liked him so much. And he always used to go there because she'd give him some. She, when he'd come home from school or run down there, it was just like, I, he'd, when he come from school, it always was a slice of homemade bread. And I said, you had a piece of bread, all the other, the other two. Mom, if I can't have another slice, I'm going down to Grandma's. What about your parents? Did you see them a lot after you got married? Your mom and dad, did you see them a lot? Well, they were, they were dead. Oh, okay. Yeah, my mother died, I guess, when she was only 67. I was married then. Yeah. Yeah, years yeah. ago. Wow. And my dad, he died, I think, and was in 73, 1973. Yeah. So, and then they lived in Cross, well, naturally in Cross Lake. Yeah. But I mean, sometimes he, my dad couldn't drive. Yeah. He never, he always had horses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. when he couldn't afford a car. He yeah. did have one just near the last there. But then his eyesight gave out, so. Yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah, couldn't really come see you. Yeah. No, nobody uh, visited, like, you know, kind of, because, and now everybody has cars and stuff. Yeah. 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 Growing up on Sundays, did you go and visit the neighbors and things, or would you oh, just no, see Oh, no, everybody. I think was resting on Sunday. Yeah. Like my husband would have to rest. He'd have to sleep Sunday afternoon because he's going out yeah. Sunday night, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. too. So, no, nobody was, not like now, everybody is in each other's house. Yeah. yeah. Everybody stayed more or less to themselves or they had their own, you know. Yeah, relatives yeah. and that. Neighbors or visitors or yeah. whatever. And then you had to have a vehicle, you know. But we always had a vehicle. Pretty quiet life growing oh, up. Oh, yeah. What, what about in Madawaska? Was there anything big you remember? You see, I think every year they had some kind of a do. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like like music or? Well, I, to tell the truth, I don't know. And then they just have some parade and just kind of had dances and they had every year they always had just like uh, there's uh, church suppers yes. that's the biggest draw like you know they have all everybody has to bake mm-hmm. you know yeah that brought as that must be hard this year for the churches yes because they can't have uh, did, when you were living in Cross Lake as a child, did you have it at the schoolhouse, a, a supper ever, or was it just church? No, it was just a church, a uh, Christmas concert. Okay. Yeah. And and did were, did you participate in that then? Oh, yeah. yeah they had all these dialogues, you know. I used to hate that. I didn't like, like there's no big stage. It was just, you know, one room schoolhouse, so it wasn't a big schoolhouse and the Christmas concert and I was shy and I, and I, I 
because they're smaller, we're all in the same, you know, the small ones would be right up near, and the people are sitting there, they're looking right at you, and you're not too far from you. And we're all on this curtained off thing where all of us, I used to be sick, that's so bad. <laughs> you know. It can be nerve wracking going in front of yeah. that many people. <laughs> but we are always glad at Christmas concert because we'd get some candy. Oh, okay. Yeah. What kind of candy did you get? It was just kind of mixed hard. Hard candy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that must have been a nice treat. This one here, Busman the Depression, I think, what they're talking about. We got three candies. Mm-hmm. And because mm -hmm. my mother said, oh, I don't know, everybody's having a hard time this year, so Santa Claus hasn't got... Well, I guess we all still have her at the age of still believe in Santa Claus. Yeah. She said, and I guess he's having a hard time there this year. But on the, the our tree at home, isn't that funny? But if you got a, a scribbler from school exchanging gifts, you got a scribbler. Now I guess how would, I guess how would the kids nowadays like with a, with a scribbler rolled up? What exactly was a scribbler? A scribbler is just like your like when you're a scribbler is a, just a book workbook with lines in. Oh, okay. you know what you have to write. Yes. For the younger ones, you exchange gifts. I mean, used to, I used to think this was great if I got one name like on the girl, uh, like on the you're just they had just a little bit more. I guess better off what you'd say. It'd be like a ribbon for your hair. Get a, a ribbon around about that long. Yeah. You could just untie it and you thought you'd look pretty nice. I'm sure you did. <laughs> I would think so. We just thought because we never had, you wherever you got to buy a ribbon at home. Yeah, yeah. It's just, no, I mean, everything has changed and everybody is so lucky. I know one, uh, I got somebody's name, it was a boy. And I thought I wouldn't hang or get him because I thought, and I we were uh, telling my mother, well, I got his name, now what do I get him? She says, well, I'll tell you what, is it a boy or a girl? Well, I'm going to just knit him a pair of mitts. Yeah. He was about, I guess, 10 years old or something in my age group. So, knit a mitt. Because his older sisters and something, their mother was dead. And she said, oh, is that ever a good present? Your mother must have knitted that, you know, or did your sister knit that for She said, he sure needed bits, she said. Is there anything you would change about your life, Ruth? No, I think, I think when we were, like, growing up, I think we thought, well, it's hard and everything. But when you stop and think, that was a good learning experience. We didn't think so at the time. That was Ruth Coolis, who grew up between Madawaska and Maynooth. Born in 1927, she is the last of her ten siblings who were all born early in the 20th century. Ruth herself is 94 years old this year and currently lives in residence at the Valley Manor, our long-term care home here in Barry's Bay.
She was in conversation with Martina Coolis, host of Back in the Day, our monthly show dedicated to gathering the oral histories from local eyewitnesses of our social history back in the 20th century here in the upper Madawaska Valley. We hope you enjoyed this fascinating conversation and look forward to bringing you another episode of Back in the Day next month when Martina will introduce you to the life and times of Isidore Yantha. I'm Kristen Marchand, and for Martina Coolis and the producer of the Opiongo Line, Barry Conway, we'd like to wish you a good day, and God bless. <laughs>